ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into the Wednesday, April 13th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our phone line this hour is open to you. It's 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. Going to throw a curveball at you today. We have a new text line. New text line. It's been going so well. And through some dark sorcery, we got another text number. One that I think you can remember. So we're going to open it up for you right now. 304-396-TALK. That is 304-396-8255. The old one still works if you get it programmed in, but we're moving over to this one. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. So we're going to open up the text line for you. Coming up later on this hour, 530 we're going to talk to John Mercer, Marshall's tennis coach. Of course, uh, senior festivities are coming up this weekend for the Thundering Herd. So thought this would be a great time to talk to John. Of course, he's also a big Pittsburgh Pirates fan, and he's got to be happy today. The Pirates split the series with the Cubs, get the victory 6-2. to two. Game you heard earlier today here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And with the recap, here's Pittsburgh play-by-play announcer. Joe Block. The Pirates earn a split in the two-game series to open the home season at PNC Park. On Wednesday, they beat the Cubs 6-2. to Some clutch hitting and fielding from the Pirates was the name of the game. Ben Gamble with a three-run home run in the first inning to put the Pirates ahead for good. That came with two outs off Cubs starter Kyle Hendricks. And then Kevin Newman hit a triple off the right field wall that scored a pair in the third. Also after two were away, Key Brian Hayes had an RBI single in the fourth. It scored the Pirates' sixth run. Hayes went four for four on the afternoon, and that bolstered a strong pitching performance. Thompson went the first four in his Pirates' debut. Peters the next two to earn the win in relief. And then Will Crow, three scoreless innings to earn his first ever save. And the Pirates getting some good defense, including a timely double play ball with the Cubs having the tying run at the plate in the fifth inning. And they wouldn't threaten it much after that. As the Pirates go on to win 6-2 Wednesday from PNC Park, this is Joe Block and your home for Pirates baseball. ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll have Pirates action for you coming up tomorrow as well. We're going to get back to a more of a normal time. 6-10 will be our air time for the Pirates in action tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So, we got a couple of things to get into today before we hear from John later on at 5.30. First of all, in a, in a, a worst-kept secret scenario, which then Dan D'Antoni announced at the awards banquet, we really haven't had a chance to talk about it. Tomorrow's Slay, the official release came out earlier. So it's official official now. Tomorrow's Slay is an assistant coach at Marshall University. So he's going to help out the basketball program. And already I've gotten from Twitter a question, is he going to be head coach in waiting? That's a that's an interesting question. 
I don't know if you would bring him in in that situation. The next basketball coach, I would think, is going to have to be someone maybe up and coming with a proven track record. Bring someone in that, and this isn't against tomorrow. This is not a criticism of tomorrow whatsoever. This is, I would think, the next coach you bring in, whenever that comes in, you're going to have to bring someone that can show that they can recruit, that they can hit the portal, that they can develop talent. You're going to have to get the full package here. And I think it's too early in tomorrow's career to be the head coach of Marshall University. Now, down the line, hey, this might be a great opportunity for him. And again, I don't know what his aspirations are. I don't know how long he's going to be at Marshall. I don't know how long Dan's going to be at Marshall because Dan might decide after the season, you know what, this was it, I'm done. Or, yeah, I can go a couple more years. We had a successful year. You know, Marshall wants me back. We're going to do this a couple more years. I mean, I don't know what the timetable is there yet, but, I mean, that's an interesting question. Is he going to be head coach and waiting? Or this could be the first stop in him developing that, becoming a future head coach and maybe coming back to Marshall. I mean, that's always an opportunity. So that's an interesting question. We need to get him on as soon as we can. We'll ask him, hey, do you think that uh, this is going to be the start of something to make you eventually you know, sit down in the head coach chair? The other thing Marshall University took to social media today, football, of course, is – gearing up for the spring game. We've got practice number 10 today. Number 10. And so, it's almost over. The herd will put it all together and put together a semblance of a game. And it's going to be held indoor because a lot of prep work is being done. You're trying to get ready to replace the turf. So, The game itself is going to be in the indoor. The turf eventually is going to be pulled up and replaced. you got to put the new Sunbelt logo in. And Marshall tweeted out three potential designs today. So that's on social media right now. And really the big difference in those designs. First of all, you have three color options here when it comes to your, your end zone. The first option, field design number one, features black end zones with Marshall and white on both sides with a green outline of the Marshall font. So that's field design number one. And, of course, the Sunbelt logo at the 25, the traditional Marshall block M with the herd inside at the center. And on the sidelines... 75 on both sides. So that's design number one. Design number two, same concept. The difference is that the end zones are gray with Marshall, both end zones, and the font trimmed in black. It's a green Marshall instead of white, and the font is trimmed in black. That's field design number two. And then the final field design features Kelly Green end zones, white font trimmed in black, and again, all the other features on the field remain the same. So those are the 
big three differences. Do you like black end zones? Do you like gray end zones? Do you like Kelly green end zones? Which one do you like? And that's an opportunity for you to hop on our text line. Brand new text line. We've just broke it out for you. 304-396-8255. 304-396-8255. Easy way to remember that also. 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-TALK. Easy way to remember the new text line. Which one do you like? You can also find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You like the Kelly green, you like the black, or you like the gray. I'm going to go ahead and make make it easy for you and tell you which one I don't like, and that's the gray. I do not like the gray. I'm leaning towards the Kelly green. I'm li- I like the Kelly green. Now, our producer today is Ryan Sirk. He's with us for another week or so before he uh, hits the graduation trail and ventures out into the world to find a broadcasting job that's going to pay very little. And he will then remember that I told him that you shouldn't do this. You should not. No, don't do this as an industry. Don't. And you're disagreeing with me in there. You don't. Okay, let me rephrase this here. Let me rephrase this here. I like, I think I like the Kelly Green end zone. You're not leaning towards that. You're going, don't tell me it's the gray. You're you're not picking the gray, are you? No, we can agree on that, that the gray isn't the way to go. The gray's gone. Get that, just get that out of there. It's terrible. But I really like the black end zone, honestly. Okay. It looks really nice, at least on the picture. I mean, I the picture really was like nice, it. yeah. The picture was nice. Oh, it's great. I, that would be my second choice. And if that's the that's the ultimate choice, I'm not going to be mad about it. It, it. It's not terrible at all. But Marshall is green and white. I, I, I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist. I think black should be an accent color, and I like green and white as Marshall's primaries. That's that's just the color. Kelly green, more the more Kelly green, the better. That's Marshall's color. It's not just green. It's it's Kelly green. So for fashion, I'm not much of a fashion guy. Not fashionista. But it's more appealing to the eye for me to look at the black end zone, but I do understand your argument that the green end zone with the, with the white is more of a Marshall theme. I love, yeah. I If I had my way, I would have... Again, I'm spending money I don't have here. This is, you know, this is not my stadium. I'm not I'm not in charge of facilities here, so don't get mad at me. I would have that I would paint the I would have the entire stadium repainted just a bright vivid white. Bright, this clean white. I'd have that stadium painted just white. And I would have every seat chair back. And it would be Kelly Green chairbacks, not the green that's in there now. I would have Kelly Green chairbacks and have the concrete painted over all white. And maybe you know, maybe I'd have black as the as the, the accent color somewhere. But I I would want to push the white and the field design. I almost want alternating colors on the yards. Like every five yards, have like an alternate. I mean, maybe have Kelly green. I don't know how you would do that. I kind of want to. I want to see two tone maybe on the field. But imagine what you were saying with the green seat backs, but have a black background instead of the white on the concrete. I would. I think it would make it, the green stand out more. So you want to paint everything black? I think that would look pretty cool. Have have a black stadium with Kelly green chairs and white accents and white accents. So, like, the field would be 
green, obviously. Field's going to be green. I, I, I want two-tone. And the end zone black w- with Marshall and white, and then the numbers also being white. Well, yeah, you gotta have the you gotta have the the numbers white. That's just we're not gonna do anything. We're not gonna be Boise State here. Let's not go crazy. So maybe do two tone on the field, and that Sun Belt logo. We gotta get some color in that Sun Belt logo. It just it needs some color to pop. Now I don't know if this is just the final if this is the final rendition, but. There's also going to be opportunities. You can you can vote on this on Twitter. You can get on social and just like, hey, I like field design number three. I like field design number one. Two's terrible. Now am I going to say that when you know when I get the athletic director back in here? No, no, because he might go, hey, wait a minute, two is my favorite. No, no, Christian, it's fine. It's it's a good, it's good, really. I just kind of like the I like three better. So do you like one, two, or three? Have you seen these? Or if you haven't seen these yet, do you want to go with black end zones, gray end zones, Kelly green end zones? If that's what you want to do, which one? You can text, and the text line, brand new, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. The old one still works. We'll give it to you for a few days. You can use it. If you get it programmed in, it works. 304-523-2275. Just give you an option there. If you haven't, if you got it programmed, you can't maybe reprogram your phone. Yeah, you, know, you can get that in as well. Don't don't worry. It's not going anywhere. But that's the new text line. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Green, black, gray. Which one do you like? We'll talk more about it. We'll get your comments in. We'll tell you what we like. Because we'll change some things around as well. I, I've got some, I've got some more suggestions here. We'll talk about it when we continue with this edition of the Drive, ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. The phone line is brought to you by White Claw. Hard seltzer is made pure. It's eight seven seven four two zero talk. 877-420-8255. And then the text line is open 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. We had a caller earlier during the break, Ryan, and um, did I not describe the field properly? I got I got to correct this, Sona. He just wanted to know kind of what the the field would look like if there is Kelly Green in the end zone, if it would kind of match with it. Okay, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so if you haven't seen this yet, and again, it's on Twitter. And by the way, they're going to have these designs on a, a larger presentation when you go to the spring game. There's going to be a place at the stadium where you can see what the turf will look like, the, the mock-ups, and you can give your suggestions and feedback there as well. So if you, you can't vote online, you can't get on Twitter and do this, you can actually go. There's going to be a mock-up, all three designs that you can – Talk to them, give your feedback and suggestions. So it's going to be a standard field. As far as the color scheme, it's the standard. It's It looks like it's going to be maybe a, a fresher green. You know, the, the the turf is kind of getting getting wore out there. I mean, it, it's, it's a, so it's going to be basically the same color. You, I would think maybe it's a little darker. But, again, this is just the mock-up. But this is going to be a normal green field, nothing silly like a blue field or I've seen red, nothing – Nothing silly like that. 
but just solid green field with the white outlines, of course, white numbers, the Marshall logo in the middle. The end zone, depending on which one wins, will be black with white font, the gray with the green font, or the Kelly green, which, again, that's my favorite. I'm taking the Kelly green, and the font on that one is going to be white. So a white, and this is the Marshall. Now, this isn't the like the, the cursive crazy looking the herd font this is the standard block m font and that's what's going to be in the end zone as far as what these designs look like so i standard green i want to see i really want two-tone i need some support on that though so i need i need if you want two-tone i need some support that maybe we can influence this a little bit we can have a little say as far as you know and then the only thing we're all going to debate and fight over Kelly Green or Black. I say Kelly Green. Ryan Sirk says Black. Why do you kids like the Black over the Kelly Green? Come on. So here's the thing. How many different shades of green do you want, Paul? Because if there's Kelly Green and the field looks darker green, it's just too much green. The Black would Wait, wait would a minute. Wait, wait, nice. wait, wait, wait a minute here. Marshall University, too much green? Did you just say Marshall... University, too much green. Too many different shades of green, I should have specified. Okay. It, because the black would really make the field pop, in my opinion. The black would make the field pop. So what about two-tone, the green, the Kelly green, and then we'll go with maybe the black end zone. Again, I'm hoping that they are workshopping this right now. Yeah, we all need to feel like we're in, involved in this, but and we haven't really talked about the the Sunbelt logo needs a little bit more color. I don't know what the color requirements are with the Sunbelt logo, but you know the Sunbelt logo needs to really pop. But I don't think it, at least in this mock-up it pops, or they haven't maybe finalized what the the Sunbelt logo is going to look like yet. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe it costs more to colorize the Sunbelt logo. I don't know. But I've seen that that feedback. The Sunbelt logo needs to pop a little bit more. I can go with that. Yeah. I don't know if you want to do the uh the Mar I've seen the Marshall Kelly Green Sunbelt logo that yeah, someone's put out there. I, I would do with the, the Sunbelt logo and the Sunbelt colors. More color the better. I'm I'm okay with that. But I still like the Kelly Green Enzo. And this maybe make the uh, the turf two tone, or do you like the black? I wouldn't do the entire. I wouldn't have the turf be Kelly green, the entirety of it, just the normal standard grass green, or lack of a better term here, and maybe two tone it a little bit. Maybe you do the, maybe you do how how would you do the numbers though? Because I want, I want the numbers to pop as well. See, that's the thing. I want everything to pop. And this is just the field design here. And I don't know if they're I don't know if they're doing anything with the with the end zone, you know, the, the grassy knoll area here. I don't know if they're going to, you know, plant more. I can't really tell from this graphic because it, it, looks a, it looks a little different there as far as it's all black. And then you get the thundering herd where the, the grass area is. Ryan, what do you got for me? 
So we, we just had a caller, Paul, and it was actually a pretty good suggestion. I would have loved to have had the caller on. He just wanted me to pass it along okay. to you, Paul. Okay. He said, have the field Kelly Green, and then whatever you want to make the end zone, you make it. But there has to be Kelly Green somewhere on the field. So he, he kind of backs you up with the end zone, but he doesn't agree with the turf that's in there now. It's a little too dark, and, I mean, obviously it's old. Yeah. Now, Kelly Green, did you two-tone that? See, I was talking about that. Two-tone the Kelly Green in the field. Just two-tone it a little bit here. Then you could have your black end zones. Exactly. Okay, so you could do that, but I don't. I want to make sure the numbers pop, too. That's the thing. I want to make sure the numbers pop. So do you I'm gonna I'm gonna need to speak to the designers here. That's just that's just ultimately what's gonna have to happen here. I'm just gonna have to speak to the designer and give him our proper feedback. With black end zones. With Kelly Green end zones. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the big that's gonna be the big fight here. Kelly Green end zones or black end zones. That's going to be your yeah, team team black end zone, team Kelly Green end zone. I don't even know if I want to talk to you if you're team gray end zone. I mean, you, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. You don't exist to me. Who are you? If, if you're thinking the gray end zones are the way to go, you don't exist to me. You're dead to me. That's what you are. You are dead to me. John Mercer, other side of the break. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Plenty of time for your text this hour. Brand new number, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. And, of course, the phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer Made Pure. And that's where John Mercer is located right now. Head coach of the Marshall <laughs> tennis team. He's with us on the program. Hey, your Pirates won today. How about, how about that? that? Yeah, how there about you that? Go. Your Penguins aren't doing now. so well, but your Pirates, how about them? <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited about them. So it'll be an interesting season, that's for sure. Yeah, looking sure. pretty good so far. Of course, you know, in yeah. the next week or so, we're not going to be friends at all because it's going to be the Uh-oh. Rangers and it's going to be the Penguins in the first round. And you Is know what that really? means. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm going yep. te- to be texting you every <laughs> night. I'm going to text you. I'm going to just for old. Yeah, it's going to get very ugly. I'm going to text Kelly Schmidt, former player of yours. There you go. Just a yep. reminder, I'm yep. still there. Uh, yep. And for those who don't know the backstory, not John, but uh, Kelly, his former player, would do all his dirty work and text me every time one of my teams lost to a Pittsburgh team. So payback is coming, friend. Uh, yes, Kelly, definitely a Pittsburgh fan. Oh, yeah, she is. Inside now. Yep, yep. So, so, you're, so we so around here. Yeah, your Pirates win today. Um, and I know you're here to answer the most important question of the day. Uh, what color should the field be? Should it be Kelly green end zones, black end zones, or gray? I mean, that, that's the that's the real reason you're here, John, to answer that question. Wow. That's uh, that's a major decision right there. Which one are you going so, for? you got to pick. Uh, yeah, I definitely like the uh, Kelly green. There you go. So, there you go. Thank you. Kelly green guy. That's, yes. that's my pick. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad we're on the same team there. Yeah. Yeah, we're Team Kelly Green, y'all. Team Kelly Green. John's, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. Uh, it's going to be great, no matter no matter what. Hey, um, how about let's get some brand new tennis courts that are Kelly Green as well? Can we can we talk to Christian Spears about that you for go. you? Yeah, yeah, we got some Kelly Green on our courts. So a little there. So get, we got some green on green going. I like it. I like it. We need to make, yeah. we, we need to get you more. Um, yeah. I'll ask you about him in a minute because I've got some questions. But you know, okay. I, I want to talk. Of course, you got you got the weekend coming up, and you're going to be uh, not going to be saying goodbye, but you're going to go through the the formalities of uh, final home match seniors. It's a really important time for your squad to to really end on a high note, and you got the emotion of senior day as well. So, you know. Yeah, how are you how are you prepping the day here? Because it's not going to be senior day in a match. It's what a match, senior day, and then another match. Yeah, yeah. So uh, going a little different this year from the standpoint of uh, we scheduled a doubleheader. Uh, we play Western Kentucky first at one o'clock. Uh, good team. Uh, they're having a really good year. Probably one of the better years they've had uh, recently. Uh, so it's going to be a good match good competitive match, and of course that will affect our uh, seeding going into the conference tournament. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we can you know, have a good showing there. And then after that, we'll have, you know, probably a little bit of break. Uh, usually the match will take about three hours, so that'll be one to four. And then uh, about five minutes to five, uh, we'll do our senior awards. So Liz uh, Stefanczyk, uh, Maddie Ballou, uh, Audrey Gregory. Uh, are all seniors on our team. Uh, Liz is from up in the Chicago area, Aurora, D- Maddie from down in Dallas, Audrey over in Charleston. And uh, we'll do some nice little presentations for them and, uh, you know, say some kind words and, uh, you know, excited that they were here. During a period that if you're a senior graduating, it's been an interesting four years. So <laughs> uh, I can't say that's a normal college experience. But, uh you know, three really hard workers that have done great things for our program and, uh, you know, excited that they're getting their degrees and, uh, you know, all going into the medical field. So that's exciting. And uh, we should have two doctors out of that and probably in a nurse. So, uh, you know, that's all good. And then uh, 5 o'clock we're going to play West Virginia State. So uh, kind of set it up that way, you know, get that first match in, that good competitive match, and then, you know, we can kind of focus on the seniors and uh, play West Virginia State. Probably start at 5 o'clock, a couple minutes after 5. How do you feel going into this weekend? Do you think you're set for the conference tournament, or you know, you think you've got some work to do still? Uh, I think uh, it's probably give or take. You know, If we win or lose the match, uh, we'll probably either go up or down one or two spots in the seating. Uh, so, and kind of all the teams in that area – uh, you know, that we'd be playing. They're all very similar, so it's just kind of hit or miss. Uh, but, you know, we want to play well. Uh, I thought the Sunday, two Sundays ago, uh, we played pretty well against Cincinnati. Uh, you know, we ended up losing the deciding match for the second year in a row. Uh, deciding match was 7-6 in the third and 7-5 in the tiebreaker. Uh, at least this year we didn't have match point. <laughs> we just ended up losing 7-5 in the breaker uh, to lose the match. And then I felt like this past weekend we went to VCU. I didn't think we played very well. Uh, I don't know, just kind of flat. I don't know, it was a hangover from the 
Cincinnati match, but probably a match that just, you know, we just weren't as geared up to play as we needed to be because VCU is a very good team. And so we had, you know, some of our matches were good and competitive and we were right in there and some matches I just don't think we played very well. So uh, hopefully we'll get going in a positive direction this weekend because we had been doing really well. Uh, you know, one while last five or something and you know, had some good wins in there and, uh, you know, kind of had some momentum. But, you know, uh, you know, hopefully this weekend we can get that restarted again with two matches on Saturday and take that into the conference tournament. So, uh, you know, we have the ability to do well. We just have to all put it together on the same day. John Mercer with me, Marshall's tennis coach. So, in a sport that, even though it's a team sport, it's it's almost all individuals here. Is that is that worrisome a little bit that everybody seemed to have a bad day? I mean, I can see if maybe one player is yeah, off a little we bit. Yeah, we had a couple good spots. I mean, we had uh, Gabby, uh, Claret played had a really good win playing at six, and actually Emma, our number one player, who you know people have come and watch, is very good. Uh, she played an All-American at one and was actually won the first set six three was four four in the second, you know with a point to go up <laughs> five four uh, in the second set ended up losing ten seven I think in the third set tiebreaker, so you know she played pretty well. I just you know it's a little. Like I said, I'm not sure if it was kind of it caught us a little off guard. I mean, it was, you know, I don't know again if it was kind of a hangover from the Cincinnati match, you know, the travel, the, the course of the year, or whatever it was. But you know, I think it'll work in our favor to be home, have Senior Day. Uh, we did only play one match last weekend, so it was you know over one day back the next. So I think you know we should have physically and mentally recovered a little bit, you know, over the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, should be good to go on Saturday. So it doesn't really concern me too much. I think we'll get up for it and, you know, kind of get back back on the saddle, as they say, and, and uh, you know, be ready to get a good, good, you know, good effort from top to bottom. John Mercer's with us. The Sun Belt is looming large. We're, we're all heading there soon. Uh, I know you got to get past all of this first before you can really sink your teeth into the Sun Belt, but... What's going to be different when you get into the Sun Belt? Is it going to be a little bit more of a? Uh, you're going to see those teams more, you know. Sort of. What's the outline going into the Sun Belt? Yes, yeah, so we are actually switched. So we'll be going to a regular season conference schedule, uh, which we haven't had since we left the Mid American Conference. And uh, to me, that's really important for the student athlete experience. I think it's just a, a way better student athlete experience and. Uh, Way easier for you people in the media to follow, <laughs> and for just our you know general Marshall fan you know who wants to kind of see you know where do we stand in the conference you know are we the first best, you know best team fourth best team sixth best team you know where are we so you know we're going to do that and um, you know we actually the only thing that's kind of different there will be two teams that we won't play uh, we'll, we'll skip them for a two year period so we're actually mimicking. Uh, the Big Ten conference schedule format, uh, which I think is really good. So, uh, you know, there's a reason behind that. Uh, just kind of gives a little bit more flexibility to the teams that are at the top of your schedule or at the top of the conference to kind of schedule a little stronger in order for them to uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get more than one team into the NCAA tournament. Uh, so, you know, there's a little strategy behind how you're doing that. But, 
you know, out of the uh, 14 teams, you know, we'll be playing 11 of them uh, every year. So it uh, should be great. So people will get to see, you know, a lot of good teams come in and they'll see some consistency in our schedule and we'll be able to play a lot more uh, outdoor matches, you know, second half of March and, and all of April uh, just because we'll, we'll have them on the schedule automatically. Okay, so that's more important to you then. Um, so yeah. uh, f- fans are going to have maybe more of an opportunity to come out and see you also, right, because you're going to have to play outdoors. It literally extends our schedule uh, like two weeks. Like they have their schedule running way later into the season, uh, later into the month of April, literally up to the last weekend in April, uh, as opposed to Conference USA. So that gives us the ability, you know, we'll be playing more matches you know, outdoors, which is important in this climate that we're in. Uh, you know, you start cutting off a week in uh, April, and then you cut off two weeks in April. You know, those are two potential home weekends, <laughs> you know, that, you know, you could be playing outside. So uh, it makes a huge difference. Uh, so we should be able to get a lot more outdoor tennis in, which helps us prepare better for the NCAA, you know, schedule that occurs in the month of May. So and that's what we're aiming to get back to. John Mercer with me, head coach of the Marshall tennis team. Okay, you and I over the years have always uh, talked about how to improve your situation at Marshall. Facilities are a big ask for a lot of coaches, no matter where you're at. I hear air conditioning is really big for uh, those who use the Henderson Center. What are your conversations uh, been about as far as talking to Christian Spears, Marshall's new athletic director? I mean, I, I know – you know, we're all we're all waiting for baseball to have its facility built, and then everybody else is in a, in a, in an order of what can be done. Are we going to see eventually maybe a push to get a tennis complex actually built for your program? Something that would benefit not just Marshall but the community at whole. Uh, I think so. Uh, you know, we've had those conversations. I think that uh, you know we have a great tennis community here. Uh, I'm actually out at Cabell Midland watching Huntington Highest playing Cabell Midland in a high school match. <laughs> so I was watching. Uh, we have a walk-on, you know, coming uh, to Marshall next year off of the uh, off of the Cabell team. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a definite topic of conversation, and I think it's definitely something that uh, you know we can build a tennis complex. Uh, it, it has become. Uh, more than norm, uh, if, if you really follow college tennis, uh, what's happening is that uh, the USTA, which is the governing body of, of tennis around the country in the United States, you know, the U.S. Open and all that, they run all those tournaments. They have really been working a lot in conjunction with universities around the country to create what's called a tennis hub. And uh, using the university facilities as community tennis centers. Uh, you know, where there's lessons and tournaments and uh, everything, you know, court time available, you know, free court time and so on and so on. And, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense uh, just from the, you know, from the standpoint that there's a lot of benefits to having a state university, uh, you know, having a, a facility such as that. Uh, and promoting, you know, your sport, tennis, uh, you know, for the university, but it's a lot more than, 
just your sport. So uh, to kind of make it as simple as possible, uh, in tennis, you know, we don't, although tennis attendance is way up in college, just like baseball and everything else. I mean, you get some of these places, it's crazy. Uh, you know, you're not so much interested in selling tickets to uh, to benefit, to, you know, for money to go into your program, you know, like we are in football and basketball and so on. What we're more, uh, tennis, what you're more about is building the facilities and then operating them uh, to the, you know, to the community, to the public and so on and offering a lot of things where you're, you know, selling court time and, uh, you know, running tournaments and, you know, a lot of uh, community events and so on. And so you're using your facility to make the money. And that's what universities and the USDA has kind of found it as a partnership that works really, really well. So actually tennis can be a uh, profit-making sport for your university you just kind of have to think out of the box, you know, not in the normal ticket sales way, but think more in terms of, you know, how are you going to use your facility to uh, generate income for your athletic department or university. John Mercer joins me. It's a doubleheader on Saturday, Western Kentucky, 1 o'clock, West Virginia State University, 5 o'clock, senior day activities in between all of that. Good luck. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you could do it today. Yeah, hey. Uh, We can make it out. We'll have some uh, refreshments for everybody. You know, uh, tent set up. You know, we'll have some uh, Marshall tennis gear, you know, available uh, if you want to stop by and watch. You know, we'd love to have you out there. And if you wear Pirates gear, John will will sign it. (laughs) There you go. Go (laughs) hard. Talk to you soon, John. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Uh Bye-bye. John Mercer will... We'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Text line, 304-396-8255, 304-396-TALK. Texter writes in, uh, my grandfather, Dick Griffith, built those courts. I did not know that. That, That's that's pretty cool to hear. So tennis, I think, really important for Marshall. Uh, Another texter writes in, why does the five different color greens Marshall have have anything to do with the end zone? They can't get in there anyway. That is Mark Jr. from South Canova. Well, uh, I'm talking about, first of all, I want the erector set tore down too. That's another show. Secondly, I think we're talking about the grassy knoll that I was talking about, and of course the Kelly Green end zone. Uh, that's that's the way to go, Kelly Green end zones. Uh, we're going to have this fight for a few weeks at least until one design's picked, and then we're all going to unify under that banner. Until then, it's Team Kelly Green over here uh, in the producer booth. It's Team Black end zone. More coming up. It's the Drive, ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone line again is 877-420-TALK with the text line, brand new number, 304-396-8255. 304-396-TALK. Paul Swan with you. Our producer this afternoon is Ryan Sirk. Got some interesting text so far. Um, I think I misread the, the previous text. I just skimmed right over the, the whole dig at Marshall football. I, because I'm so fixated with, um, I'm so fixated with the, the just getting rid of those end zones. Anytime I hear end zone, I'm thinking get rid of those those end zones, those those seats. 
No, I think Marshall will be okay. Marshall's going to get in the end zone a little bit. I hope. We're going to find out how well Marshall can get in the end zone here, um, you know, pretty soon. Spring game's coming up. Final opportunity for you to uh, see the herd until the fall. That'll be the first opportunity for you to see the herd as well. So social media earlier today, we've been talking about the turf, the fan involvement a little bit. So smart play by Marshall to do that, get people excited about because turf. Uh, here's uh, here's something from Twitter. Um, basically, if you're above 30 years old, you hate the color black involved with Marshall. If you're under 30, you love it. So, old. So basically, it's it's a generational gap here. Ryan, of course, barely scratching 20. What are you, 21, 22? 22. Okay, 22. Barely scratching legal. Loves the black. That is one of the truest tweets I think I've ever seen, and it makes sense. <laughs> that, that, is, that is so that is so Marshall fan right there. Basically, if you're above 30 years old, you hate it. If you're under 30, you love it. And we're talking about the black here. So, Hurt fans 30 and up, oh, I hate the black. Hurt fans 30 and under, love it. More of it. We want black helmets. We want black uniforms, black end zone. Just... We want it all. And what about the gray? Nobody likes the gray. And if you like the gray, I don't know you. Don't don't look at me. D- don't even try to make eye contact because I will, I will not. Come to, I'll probably come to find out later. That's a uh, Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears' favorite. That's his favorite. He'd be like, yeah, that's my. I, what's wrong with the gray, Paul? I like the gray. Oh, nothing wrong with it, Mr. Spear. No, that's not how that's going to I love the gray. Love the gray. Yeah, we're all big fans of the gray here. <laughs> that's not happening here. I don't want to be frivolous here. I got to hop on Zoom here in a minute and talk to Coach Huff. I don't want to be the guy like – I don't want to be that guy. Just like, hey, what color turf do you want to know? What, tur- what color turf are you, are you going after here? Um, you like the gray, the black, or the uh, the green here? Um which one are you going for? If he says gray, I'm I'm just disconnecting from the zoom. I, I I don't know you anymore, Coach. I don't think he has a I don't think he has a a dog in this fight. Or if he does, he's not going to tell us here. He's not going to influence it, right? You know, he's like, hey, look, I'm just happy to have uh, a I'm just happy to have a, a new turf black. Or he might go. Okay, he might be Kelly Green. I don't know. Maybe this. Um, Maybe this uh, gray will go away, though. I hope that goes away real soon. That's going to do it for this edition. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow to do it all over again. Thanks for tuning in. For our producer, Ryan Sirk, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.
WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.